28 minutes after the hour here on the Draw at Large radio show. The 7th annual Hooksit Kiwanis Trail Race is this weekend. It's a 5K trail race for <clears throat> that will be held on September 16th. The race is for adults and kids, runners and walkers. Again, in 2017, the race will be run in memory of Tessa Creamer and will feature a kids' fun run. T-shirts can be picked up, and payment can be made on Friday at the library from 4 to 7 on the morning of the race. There will be special raffle prizes for kids as well. We've uh, uh, You can register at hooksitkiwanis.org. That's hooksitkiwanis.org. All right. I get another. The Rimmon Heights neighborhood group is doing something this weekend. I got I to gotta find that information. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Actually, you know what? Josh, I think I published that, but can we get to Rimmon Heights um, on Facebook and uh, share a link from that event to our Facebook page so we can help those folks out? I mean, I have been absolutely inundated by people with PSAs, neighborhood events, and everything else. And I'm trying, folks, but uh, I'm a little outmanned and I'm outgunned, and I apologize for not being a little more on top of it. All right. So um, I do want to take a moment, uh, taking your calls as always at 606-6762. That's 606-6762. I do want to take a moment to address what's happening in Claremont. Uh, And I'm pleased to see the language from the attorney general's office, which is if there's any credible information that the incident constituted a hate crime or civil rights violation, the, the AG's office will act accordingly. And I think it's important for a number of reasons that at times like this, when emotions run high and appearances are what they are, that dispassionate, objective members of law enforcement conduct a thorough investigation. Because if that thorough investigation turns up evidence that it was, in fact, a racially motivated attack then the public can have confidence in that prosecution. And it is important for the public to have confidence in those prosecutions. And the reason for that is given the complete travesties of justice that have taken place around other alleged racial incidents in this country. For example, Baltimore, where a black judge dismissed every case or ultimately, well, yeah, ultimately ended up dismissing the charges brought against three black and three white police officers for allegedly uh, racial uh, mistreatment of Freddie Gray for racial purposes, right? There was absolutely no evidence. It was a malicious political prosecution by an, over, uh, by, by an overzealous uh, black prosecutor eager to score political points in a politically, you know, in a, in a, in a hypercharged environment that destroyed everything. The police department, the lives of those officers. Um, the community, the trust in law enforcement, deep misgivings. We cannot afford in this country to have political prosecutions that aren't supported by the can't have political prosecutions, period. And you should never have prosecutions that aren't supported by the facts. And so if the attorney general's office 
determines that there was, in fact, a racial motivation for what happened. Then we in New Hampshire can deal with it as it needs to be dealt with. Now, I'll be perfectly honest with you. Should the do I believe that the penalty against the perpetrators of this crime should be greater because the victim was black than if the victim was white? I don't think so. Every crime like that is a crime of hate. The motivation, in my opinion, doesn't matter. It's sad that in today's day and age, we would have juveniles attacking a fellow student because of their skin color. But if we take a look at society today and we take a look at society over history, that age group, those teen, those teenagers, and I refuse to call my kids teenagers, I call them young adults because I think it, it plants a higher expectation in them. I mean, the whole, the, the whole essence for many people going through adolescence is um, the weird one gets picked on. The one who stands out, they're different, their teeth are funny, they're geeky, they're nerdy, they're fat, they're this, they're that. There are a whole laundry list of reasons why kids get picked on, tormented, bullied, and none of them are good. Sometimes it's because they're a girl sometimes. And with the internet, the cyberbullying and some of the awful things that you see now that weren't possible before technology has given expression to a whole range of nasty issues. So... This isn't like the difference between robbing a store with a gun or robbing a store without a gun. See, if you use a gun in the commission of a crime, I think you're entitled to enhanced penalties. But to me, it seems that if you deal with the facts of a crime, you deal with people's actions. Does does the motivation matter? I guess that's the question. 6066762. Does the motivation matter? Should people be subject to greater penalties because the 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 reason why they attacked someone was because they were of the opposite sex or they were of a different race or of the, they were of a uh, a different uh uh or they were gay. Right? Should you should you suffer an enhanced penalty because of that? And if so, where does that end? Uh, what's, what's her name? Oh, crap. The young lady we interviewed from Berkeley. She was attacked because she was a conservative. Do we extend hate crimes to uh, people who are assaulted or attacked because they have a different opinion? And if not, why not? The children involved in this assault on the eight-year-old, of course, you know, Black Lives Matter is already running with it. This thing has made national news. Black activist groups everywhere have already come to the conclusion that it was because the kid was black. And maybe it was. I will wait for the determination of law enforcement 
because I think to run to a conclusion and say it was or it wasn't is wrong. And we have jumped to way too many conclusions. That's how we got the term white Hispanic. Remember that in the George Zimmerman case, white Hispanic. And we had we had we had news outlets like NBC editing the 911 tape to remove critical information that made it look like George Zimmerman was following the kid because he was black. Which was not the case. So I think the governor was prudent to ask the attorney general's office to make sure that what happens in Claremont happens properly. But this begs a number of questions. Because if if people can be charged with, gee, I mean, whose civil rights aren't violated when they're murdered? or when they're strung up by a tree, or when they're assaulted, robbed, their properties broken into. I mean, think about it. Whose civil rights, what victim does not have their civil rights violated by the commission of a crime, whatever that crime may be? But these people who want to push the idea of hate crime Because the victims are of a different something. Race, gender, sexual orientation, national origin, etc., etc. We have to ask ourselves if it's okay for enhanced penalties for people who commit crimes against these protected classes, then we have to ask, why is it not extended to people who have different thoughts, who are attacked because of their beliefs, their opinions, and their participation in the political process? Why is one hateful and the other not? And by the way, this whole discussion overlooks a relevant, universal, and unyielding truth. And that is the victim of any crime has suffered a hateful attack. This is Gerard at Large.